It when um, this is going to sound quite gruesome and it's a kids program, but you know when Lily actually fell off the roof and then there's like the shot of her kind of mangled mess on the floor and she like had to lay there with her arm at a weird angle and they were putting fake blood on her. I actually like came this close to fainting when they filmed that bit. Yeah, it gets, it gets a bit tense, but it's all fun and games. So when they were a kid, they had a crush on Johnny, um, but then now that they've grown up, they've realised that Liam's where it's at. Welcome back to the Izzy and Alex show. Today we have a very special guest with us, but before I introduce him, just make sure you go and follow us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube so you can get notified when we upload. So today we are joined with actor and star of The Dumping Ground, uh, Joe Moore. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> Hi, thanks for having me. So, thanks for joining. So we've got a few questions that like some people have sent us and that we want to know as well. Um, so the first one is obviously you're known for being in the dumping ground as Johnny. So how yeah. did you get that role and get into acting in general? Okay, uh, strapping because uh, everyone always laughs at me for going on for ages when I uh, when I tell this story. <laughs> so, uh, I apologise in advance. Um, I've been acting for as long as I can remember. Um, I got into like the local stage shows. I think I was about three when I did my first ever one. Um, and so I've been acting for as long as I've been walking pretty much and when I was about 10 I managed to get into an agency in Leeds um my mum uh, saw like a little newspaper clipping for this agency who was on wanting actors and so I just kind of applied and went for an interview got on their books and for the first couple of years of their agency they'd send me to auditions and I just heard nothing back um that's a that's a very common theme uh, any any actor that you meet they'll always tell you yeah uh, you gotta get used to rejection um so yeah, went to a lot of auditions that I didn't hear back from. And then I had three auditions in one week, which obviously from Scarborough, which is pretty much in the middle of nowhere, um, it's a bit of a, a trek to travel to auditions. So my mum and dad kind of said, well, look, we can't afford all of these auditions. So pick one and that's the one that you can go to. Now, two of them were in London. One of them was in Manchester. And so I thought, right, well, I'll go to the one in Manchester. And it turned out that it was for this uh, kids TV program called Trace of Eco Returns. And so, yeah, I went to the audition in Manchester over the other two. And there was a, it was quite a lengthy process. I had to go back for the, the first audition and then there was two callbacks as well. Um, and then, yeah, got the, uh, the part for that and went to <laughs> film in Newcastle over summer. Had you grown up watching the original Tracy Beaker? Yeah, it was funny because when we first met Danny Harmer, like, you know, you're there and you want to act all cool and all stuff. But like, <laughs> I was there going, yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, the original series was always like, because I mean, I think even now they're still like showing repeats of the original series. Yeah. And um, yeah. it always used to be on when I was like sat in bed in the morning having my cup of tea before I used to go to school. So yeah, I used to watch that pretty re pretty regularly. <laughs> That's so cool. I feel like, so because obviously you were like a child when you were doing that. Um, what was the sort of like process of like filming was was like you mentioned briefly there that you did it in the summer like I can't imagine being like that young and having cameras around you it must be like so exciting yeah it was really cool um majority of it was filmed like I said over the summer holidays so I think I think they've actually upped it to 20 episodes now but they they only did 13 episodes when I was in it um and so the majority of those 13 episodes were in the summer holidays so there was only a little bit of overlap either side 
And for that, you had to do tutoring, which anyone will tell you was <laughs> not the most fun. Um, but it had to be done. Um, and yeah, they had strict rules so that you could only do so much like work per day. I think you were allowed to be at the building for nine hours and you're only allowed to do like five hours of filming. And then you have to do like a set amount of tutoring as well. Um, so the chaperones were always on it with the clipboards, making sure that we don't go over the amount of hours we're allowed to work. Um, but yeah, in terms of actually having the cameras on, I don't know. I didn't really think too much about it. Um, I think because I was so young, I was like, didn't even register. I, I feel like in some ways it might be harder to start now because like, as, as you get older, you kind of, you, uh, you have inhibitions that you didn't have when you were a kid. And so I think doing it from a young age was probably like, it didn't scare me as much as it would have done if I'd started now. Do you have any kind of like behind the scenes secrets because i've seen like your tiktoks and stuff where you're like oh, this is how we filmed this so is there any that like you could share like on here with the listeners if they don't um... uh, oh it depends on the on what kind of stuff you want to know really um let's see <laughs> a little bit embarrassing you know the scene where um lily fell off of the roof yeah <laughs> now we were stood outside filming that scene for pretty much an entire day because it was like the, the entire sequence from like um, us outside the house trying to build up publicity and then Tracy climbed up on the roof. So that entire sequence we did over the course of one day. And I, being me, hadn't had my breakfast that morning because I was got up in a hurry. <laughs> and so I actually, at one point, was I was feeling very like lightheaded and faint. And the bit when, um, this is going to sound quite gruesome and it's a kid's programme, but you know when Lily actually fell off the roof and then there's like the shot of her kind of mangled, mess on the floor and she like had to lay there with her arm at a weird angle and they were putting fake blood on her i actually like came this close to fainting when they filmed that bit and uh <laughs> connor who played mike had to catch me <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they took me inside and said yeah all right okay maybe we need to get some food down him oh so yeah that was uh, a little bit embarrassing looking back at it <laughs> yeah. that's, that's crazy that like a whole day was spent on just like one oh it's it is yeah. crazy how because when you're doing a scene they'll have like a shot where the camera's over here looking at me and then they'll do the entire scene again but with the camera somewhere else and so you have to do the same scene maybe 50 times because mm. you'll do maybe 10 different setups and however many takes for each setup um so yeah it can take a long time to do like what should be a simple scene you'd be surprised at like how long <laughs> it can take because they'll have to do it over and over and over again and it depends <laughs> on which director because um it's a different director per block um so one director will do about four or five episodes and if they are more kind of a perfectionist then you'll be there doing it again and again, <laughs> again until they're <laughs> happy with it um which is always scary when you're like you're in your last hour worth of filming of the day and you know that you kind of got to get this scene done before you have to wrap and yeah it gets, it gets a bit tense but <laughs> it's all fun and games so obviously the scene that you just mentioned wasn't a particularly nice scene for you, but did you have a favourite scene that you ever filmed? Oh, I think my favourite scene that I ever filmed was, you know, the Jodie in Wonderland episode where it was all um, like Alice in Wonderland. Mm. Yeah. Um, I loved that episode because I got to be the Mad Hatter, which is my favourite character in that, in that kind of story. <laughs> and the, to be fair, any scene that I did as him was fun. Um, I liked the courtroom scene. But my favourite one was, you know, it was the big tea party and there was that entire table set up because we went on location to film that. So it was like kind of like going on holiday to film it. 
Um, so we were all staying in this hotel and uh, Miles and Kia came over to my room the night before so we could all like go over the lines and stuff. And then uh, we, we kind of got really good at it. So we could just like bam, 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 get all the lines out. Um, so it was like, I don't want to sound really big headed, but you know, when you just get good at something, you know, like if you play a video game loads of times, it's like, yeah, I'm good at that game. Um, a bit like that, but with the scene. And then when you actually put it into context with the table and all the teacups and stuff, and plus the Mad Hatter being the Mad Hatter, there was a lot of room for like improvisation. So like stuff, even when I wasn't talking, I was able to just like go nuts with like the uh, the props and like eating biscuits and stuff and the take. It was really fun. Um, at one point I dipped my pocket watch into the tea just because I thought it was random and they actually kept it in. So, <laughs> you know, little stuff like that. It was just like being able to go completely mental with it and just enjoy it. It was good. So did so, they yeah. like... Did they allow you to do that often? So you just said like you dipped the pop, your like watch into the tea. Like, did they allow for like artistic variants? I guess they were pretty good. Yeah. Um, so there's there is a script supervisor on set who will make sure that we stick to what's uh, written down in the script. But sometimes it will just say young people ad lib, and then that's where we just get to you know say whatever or whatnot and just fill in the gap until Tracy bursts in or you know whatever. Um, so there was plenty of opportunities for you to just kind of add in a little something here and there. Um, but that's more dialogue in terms of like little actions, like I said, with the uh, the pocket watch. That was just kind of thing where like I'd maybe try it in the rehearsal and see if I could get away with it. And then I always kind of operated off. If the director asked me not to do it, then fair enough. But if they didn't mention it, then I just kept it in. Um, and that was kind of more often how it happened, because like I say, you've got a director that does maybe four or five episodes per series but like the actor plays the character the whole time so like the actor's in a pretty good position to say actually I think this is what the character might do at this point in time and then the director will be like unless they really hate the idea then they'll they'll, they'll often take your ideas on board which is uh it's good because you do hear some productions where it's like the director is like no this is my vision you do it as I want you know so it was nice to have a little bit of freedom <laughs> so off like the acting topic um we also saw on your tiktok that you and courtney are engaged yes um, so yeah. congratulations we want to thank you very much you. thank you um so obviously with covid and everything it's a bit difficult to like make any official <laughs> plans yet but did you have any official plans before like lockdown or are they if you got any plans yet for that yet the original plan we got engaged 2019 um before we both came to uni and the original plan was to get married after uni. But then I think as much as anything throughout the lockdown, it's kind of opened our eyes and just kind of said, why wait kind of, kind yeah. of thing, you know, you, you never know what's going to happen in the world. So why wait? Um, and so we're, we're set to be this year, touch wood. Uh, um, so yeah, pen, pending Boris's approval, it's going to be this year. <laughs> But we, we did go ahead and take out wedding insurance so that if, for whatever reason, it is cancelled, we can kind of either postpone or get refunds and stuff. Mm. So it is a little bit stressful, like more so than normal, because you never actually know whether it's going ahead. And we've just got to kind of go onward, assuming that it is, but it might not be. But it's going to be worth it. <laughs> Definitely. And we were, we were wondering as well if anyone from the dumping ground would be a guest or like what we... there's a few yeah um i mean some i've not managed to keep in touch with quite as much since i left the show because obviously you know people drift apart um 
but no, some of the people who I was closer with are are coming. Obviously, pending filming schedules. If they if they're busy, then you know I, I wouldn't expect them to turn down a role for it. But um, got Chris, who played Frank, is going to be one of my groomsmen. So he's going to be uh, a big part of it. We've got um, Mia, who played obviously T, my sister. She uh, she said she's coming. So as long as she doesn't like you know, get a part in something amazing, um, which is very you know very possible knowing Mia. So <laughs> she should be there hopefully. Um, we've got Annabelle, who played Sasha. They we think they're coming. We're uh, we're still kind of a little bit iffy on that one. And then we've also got the twins, uh, Nellie and Gwen, who played Billy and Tony. And we've also got Sarah, who played Floss, and Philip, who played Harry. I think I've remembered everyone. I really apologise if I've forgotten you. <laughs> There's so many, honestly. Like, I forgot my own uncle at one point, and then my mum rang me and was just like, is, is your uncle invited? I was like, yeah, of course he is. I just completely forgot. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, God. Just a lot going on at the moment. Yeah. It's... I never realised how, like, how many people I know. <laughs> and then yeah. when you've got to like narrow it down to a list of about 150 people but less actually it's like half of 150 because then there's obviously Courtney's side as well so it's like wow how, how do you how do you know who to have and who to not <laughs> <laughs> so obviously you're you're quite popular on TikTok what kind of got you in you and Courtney into that um I feel a bit bad actually because it was kind of Courtney's thing um Courtney had it for about a year before I got in on it and um Courtney one day showed me a video that someone had made um and it was just this cheesy little video saying that when they were a kid <laughs> they had a crush on Johnny um <laughs> but then now that they've grown up they've realized that Liam's where it's at <laughs> so Courtney showed me that video and we had a good laugh about it and then I thought Do you know what uh, give me your phone and I'll, I'll react to it on uh, on on TikTok and that should give your followers something to laugh about <laughs> and so I did and that video just kind of blew up overnight we went to bed and woke up the next morning and the, the account had got like 10,000 followers overnight from it oh my and God. so Courtney was like well why don't we turn it into a joint account and then you know we can see where it goes so yeah I just kind of I kind of basically wormed my way into Courtney's account really <laughs> <laughs> and on your TikTok you do mention about being a student and like being at university and we were just wondering like because we're recent graduates, we graduated last year, we were wondering, oh, um, <laughs> we were just wondering how it has been for you in lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so all of our lessons have been done via Blackboard Collaborate. I'm guessing oh, that's you've... what we use as well. Yeah. So um, it's been kind of, I, I met someone the other day who said that they'd paid for, they were doing the Open University and from what it sounds like it sounds like they're getting the exact same experience but for about six grand cheaper <laughs> so it's like oh damn <laughs> but um it's funny because when like obviously not even last year now year before last when we we're actually allowed to go into uni um it was really good really enjoyed it this year it's been different I like being able to roll out of bed five minutes before my lecture and just kind of sit there with a cup of tea in my pajamas <laughs> you know so that that bit is good but I think the how do I say this without sounding too like pretentious the quality of education that we're getting <laughs> is uh definitely it feels less than what we would have got if we were there in person but mm. it can't really be helped um and I think in the grand scheme of things with what other people have to like put up with I'm not really in a position to complain so I just kind of keep my head down and and keep on it but yeah um, it's certainly different 
<laughs> so obviously the dumping ground finished quite a while ago and then they brought back um quite recently the my mum tracy beaker yeah if they did start like the dumping ground again or they wanted like the old cast in the new my mum tracy beaker would you do it if you got the call i absolutely would um <laughs> it's it's always funny because a lot of people often ask me saying oh joe why don't you go back on the show and i'm like i'd love to but it's not it's not my choice yeah. like i can't just turn up to set and say hey i'm here give me a scene um, it depends on what the writers come up with or what the producers want to do. So um, there's, there's a lot involved. But um, someone asked me once on a live stream, like, if my character came back, what would I want to do? And mm-hmm. like on the spot, I just invented this like this storyline, which now that I've thought about it, I can't get it out of my head. Um, and it's this idea of like, because obviously my character left to join the army. And so I thought, right, OK, if they were bringing my character back, I would like to have it where say his anger issues that he uh, was famous for having got the better of him one time and he got into a fight in the barracks and so he got kicked out of the army on like a dishonorable discharge or something and so he was like stuck with nowhere to go nothing to do and so he goes back to the dumping ground to kind of look for a place to stop for a while but obviously he doesn't want to admit that he had this uh, this big failure so he goes to like a, a second-hand shop and buys a, a second-hand army medal and goes back pretending to be this hero and so then there'd be a whole storyline of like everyone finding out that actually I'm a I'm a big dirty fraud. <laughs> but I thought that that'd be really cool. But like I say, it's uh, it's not up to me. But it would be interesting. That sounds amazing. You should pick up a writer <laughs> or something. I would so watch that. <laughs> You'll have to email CBBC and tell them to get on it. <laughs> we will do. We, we'll, we we don't have any contacts. I don't know what I'm talking about, but we can try. <laughs> we, we can only try. Um, we were so obviously my mum Tracy Beaker just came out as well. We were just wondering yeah. what your thoughts were about that, and um, yeah, just what your thoughts it was, were. Oh, it was quite funny because in the run up to it, I was feeling this is going to sound really like uh vain and selfish but i was a little bit bummed out at first because it fell in the promotional material like they were trying to pretend that trace beaker returns and the dumping ground didn't exist like it felt it felt more like they were trying to go here's the story of tracy beaker here's my mum tracy beaker get rid of the other two and so at first i was feeling like a little bit ah, you know if, but one we watched it um the all three episodes came out all at once didn't they like one big uh yeah. kind of feature length thing and we watched it and I think one of the first things that Tracy says was about how she used to be a care worker I was like oh no okay so they are kind of <laughs> acknowledging that we existed um and that that was nice but then yeah I actually really enjoyed the story of it and and whatnot and I think um I'm just hoping they do another because it said to be continued at the end of uh, mm. that series but then I'm sure I saw Danny um put on Twitter or something that nothing's been confirmed yet so it's like you can't leave us on it to be continued come on do another <laughs> so um no I'm interested to see where it goes but it was good to I see like the old cast back as well like Justine Littlewood and, uh, and whatnot mm, I think so, yeah, I'd like to see more of that because so, so many people watched it I think they probably will bring it back I would think so yeah um but again it just depends I think like you say they had enough of a, a following of it um that I think they could probably justify a second series mm. But, and um, bring back some you, of the old did you guys see on YouTube like just today I think you know the Tracy Beaker theme song yes yes they, re- they released it as a music video video didn't they yeah i was watching that today mad it's like i like, learned the pain in it and everything and Lu- louise at the end <laughs> was that her the the pizza delivery was that louise yeah the, the actress like confirmed it on yeah well i thought it was when i was watching it i was like yeah oh, it's like louise and then they did that thing where they had this like weird look between themselves i was like wait is it but then like <laughs> they know each other because like 
in in the the series she recognized justine like instantly so it's like oh why did she not recognize louise but then maybe i'm just diving too deep into the lore of tracy beaker well i guess (laughs) justine came back didn't she for the dumping ground so she's seen her more recently yeah that's that's true true. (laughs) whereas like we've not seen louise in like a long time (laughs) yeah but i can't believe how much peter had grown up i think this uh it was a different actor as peter wasn't it in the series yeah yeah um yeah, he, he's, like, very different now. So do you have, like, any advice for people that are trying to get into acting? Yeah. Um, I think the best... Again, strap yourselves in because this is another long-winded answer. So, uh, <laughs> sorry in advance. We love it. We love it. We love it. So the, the best way to get into an acting, like, professionally, would be to get yourself an agent. So to get yourself mm-hmm. an agent, um, you, there's, like, certain things you want to have. You want to have some headshots, um which just want to be kind of that much. A lot of people attempted to go like full body and whatnot, but for a headshot, it just wants to be like head and shoulders, really. And you can do a few different expressions and whatnot. Um, obviously, with your headshots, you don't want to be wearing a hat or glasses or anything. They just want to see your face as it is. So once you've got your headshots, you also want a CV. Um, that's A lot of people get scared of the CV because it's like, oh, I'm just starting out, so what can I put on it? Um, and the answer is literally anything. <laughs> so like before I got any like notable acting parts, my CV was like, oh, in the school play, I played Zazu in The Lion King and uh, <laughs> you know, literally just anything, <laughs> anything you can put on there. So um, yeah, you want to get yourself some headshots, a CV. You can make yourself a showreel as well. As well. Again, if you've not done any work and, it's, and you just wanted to get started, your showreel could literally just be get a friend to video you doing a monologue to camera. Um, so just get yourself the, these kind of materials. And then your best bet is to just go online and look up acting agents for however old you are and just send off those materials to as many agents as you can. And hopefully one of them will get back to you. In the meantime, I always tell people as well, I'm not, I'm not sponsored or affiliated by this website, but it is very handy and I've used it myself many times. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of Star Now. I have, yeah, because I, I did um, like a week at like a like a tv production place and they they yeah. used that to find actors for like the stuff that they made yeah so yeah, so and it, it now, i've actually um i got a part in a video game from from star now as well so like, i cannot recommend it enough um, <laughs> i think it's like a five or a month for membership but you can just kind of go on there and scroll through whatever auditions like you know that they there's all sorts on there um everything from adverts to films to like to video games <laughs> And um, yeah, with that one, you don't need an agent. You can just apply for it yourself, which is obviously very handy. So I can't recommend that enough to anyone who's interested in acting, especially because it kind of links back to what I was saying about getting an agent, where if you do a few little jobs on Star Now, that gives you stuff to put in your CV and your showreel so that then you can approach an agent and say, oh, here's what I've done before. So yeah, it all kind of feeds into each other. Did you enjoy playing Johnny as a person? Like, did you enjoy playing his character? I did. Um, it's quite funny because throughout the series, obviously, I did it for six years and I kind of grew up with that character. So the writers, they actually told me at the rap party that towards the end of the series, they kind of evolved the character to be more like me because obviously they got to know me over the years. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, by the, by the last series, Johnny as a character was much closer to me as a person than he was at the beginning. But it was actually interesting in the beginning, get to, getting to play him very different to myself. Obviously, he had these anger issues and he was always like having to go at people, which, yeah, it was a lot of fun. 
Um, I do. I do often cringe now when I when I go back and like rewatch um, my older older episodes because oh, you can like see me before I got my braces and there's just this one big tooth sticking up out of my gum. It's it's not pretty. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was certainly different. Um, I'd say the biggest difference between myself and Johnny is that I would never go in the army though. I got mad respect for everyone in the army, but it's not for me. <laughs> I enjoy like a hot bath and a cup of tea too much for uh, for that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, they also want to know kind of like what was it like working with the whole team because it was a massive like production team and like cast. So, did you like form like close friendships with everyone? Yeah, I mean, um, I think. The amount of cast members who are uh, who are coming to the wedding kind of speaks to how how close we kind of still are. Cause, I mean, it's been a good few years since I was even in it, but that we've kept in contact enough for like you know for that, it is nice. Um, it was kind of like it sounds really cliche, but we kind of felt like a big family while we were up there anyway. Um, so obviously you got a bunch of kids spending that much time together. Um, yeah, it was. I consider them some of my uh, my my best friends. Cheesy as that sounds um but yeah no it is nice the crew as well though is like um we, we shared a crew with do you remember wolf blood yeah yeah so um our crew and set was filmed in the same place as wolf blood so um literally they'd kind of like when we'd stopped filming the dumping ground they'd turn it all around and film wolf blood and it was the same crew just obviously the different actors and whatnot um and so we got on really well with that crew and yeah it was just really good it was it often felt like, I mean, this might just be me being a massive geek, but you know, in um, the Harry Potter books, when he feels like going back to Hogwarts and it's like, oh yeah, I'm going home kind of thing. Yeah. It, <laughs> it kind of <laughs> felt like that a little bit. And uh, even now, I mean, I go to university in Newcastle, uh, which is where it was filmed. It's just kind of like Newcastle feels a bit like a second home to me. So yeah, it's mm. nice. Well, that's so sweet. Um, our final, our final viewers' question is: um, What's your favourite thing about acting? My favourite thing about acting—that is uh, tricky. Um, I like the idea, and this is again going to sound really cheesy, so I'm very, very sorry about that. But I like the idea that you could be literally anything you wanted to be. Like one, one day you might be a pirate, and then the next you could be an astronaut, and it's like. You know, when you when you're acting, there's not really a limit as to what you could do. I mean, you see what they're doing with the uh, the Avengers films and whatnot. It's like those actors are getting to like live out the dreams of like however many <laughs> geeks over the world. So I think, um, yeah, doing acting, it's like you're doing something different every day. Even when you're the same character, oh, it's obviously it's a different scene. So um, it's like it's not like an office job where you just kind of turn up nine till five and it's the same story every day. Um, so yeah, I like the the variety and just pretending to be someone else. It's kind of fun. Like I like I like playing dress up. So. And <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think you'll do any like after after uni? Do you think you'll kind of do some more acting? I should. Oh, hope so. Um, mm. I've often since I started uni, I've had it in my head because a lot of people have said, "Oh, now that you're doing uni, have you kind of given up on acting?" And my answer is always that like uni's kind of like my backup plan um I, I still kind of consider myself an actor and I still want to uh I still want to act but um you get to a point where like I said earlier you you get you get used to rejection and there's just kind of a little bit of me that's kind of thinking when I'm 50 do I still want to be sat there like 
not <laughs> quite got anything yet and thinking, oh God, what if I'd done something else? So it's just going to be nice to think, I mean, with a law degree, you don't even necessarily have to go into law, but just having that degree kind of opens a lot of doors elsewhere. So um, as, as a backup plan, it feels pretty solid. Um, and plus lots of famous actors have law degrees, so you never know. Um, <laughs> definitely didn't take it because I watched Suits at the time and thought, oh yeah, that looks fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, still, uh, I still definitely want to act and I hope to get something, uh, you know. It's funny because everyone says that you just need like that one big break, but I've mm -hmm. found that actually you need a few big breaks because um, like when I, when I got the part of Johnny on Trace Weaker, I thought that's it this is me made forever like I can just get any job that I want now and as I found when I got older actually that's not the case I'm not quite um, Leonardo DiCaprio just yet <laughs> so it's like nothing's guaranteed I think until you get to a, a certain point so you just gotta keep uh, god I sound so cheesy <laughs> you just gotta keep the keep the faith and just kind of keep thinking yeah it'll happen eventually but doesn't hurt to have a backup plan as well. That's such, that's literally wise words. Like, I'm loving that. Yeah. That's so inspirational. <laughs> you can put it on a t shirt. <laughs> yeah, we will. Joe said this. <laughs> we played Johnny from Tracy Beaker. And this is my new life motto. <laughs> literally. So, that's all the questions we have. So, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me on. It's been great. Oh, 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 oh,